Welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast, a place where you will feel encouraged by hearing God's stories from my friends that I share with you. Whether you're listening on your commute to work, folding the laundry, or needing a boost of encouragement after a full day, I want for you to feel seen by God, to be encouraged in your daily life, and be spurred on to honor Him with the gifts and talents that He has given you. Hey friends, this is going to be a fun, lighthearted episode with three of my friends that I talk to almost daily. And so I wanted you to hear from them and their perspective of what quarantine has looked like as they have journeyed through this as moms. And I literally just opened this book from Sophie Hudson called A Little Salty to Cut the Sweet. And the last sentence of the page says this, But sometimes the Lord has to take us back to a place we've been so He can remind us just how far we've come. And that's what I wanted to do with this episode, is to remind us and take a pause of where we have been in quarantine and to think about what have we done new and what has God taught us. So that is what I'm sharing today with my friends Jenny, Kelly, and Stacy. So here is my conversations with those three. Well, welcome to the podcast, Jenny. Thanks for having me. Yay. This is my friend in real life, Jenny, and she is going to come on the podcast today because we're having a special Mother's Day episode that I'm super excited about. And I'm inviting three of my friends to come on, three of my friends who are moms to come on the podcast and talk about how quarantine is going and maybe come up from the perspective of their different Enneagrams and how that is um, playing out and things that maybe they've done fun with their kids or things that maybe haven't worked out. So Jenny, tell me how is quarantine going as you are an Enneagram too? How's it going? What at maybe tell us a little bit about how many kids you have and how it's been going. So I have two kids. Um, they are a, a seven-year-old daughter, and then I have a four, almost five-year-old son. And um, the first couple weeks, I was in complete shock and felt like I just kind of walked around and was like, my hands were so raw because I was washing every single thing I owned that every single moment I was driving my house crazy. Um, but I, I calmed down a little bit after that. So I'm um, trying to entertain the two of them was quite interesting. I had to learn that I didn't have to entertain them every moment of every day. They've mm-hmm. watched way more TV than they probably should have, but just <laughs> so you know, that is okay. Anybody out there that feels like the kids can't ever watch TV. We're all going to come out of this zombie. So it's okay. <laughs> um, But no, one thing that I've definitely learned through this is um, how much I like to control. Um, I love to help people, but I think there's a control aspect in that. Maybe that's a wing one in there. Um, But I like to control situations. I like to control my kids, to be honest. I like to control the outcomes of situations. I like to control my schedule. And all of that was taken away when um, this happened. So I think one of the 
biggest things that I've learned, um, specifically with my kids, my seven-year-old has really struggled off and on emotion, emotionally with uh, missing her friends, missing her school, and just why is this happening? And at first, I just wanted to fix it. And it really broke my heart that I couldn't fix it. And um, I didn't always have the right answers for it either, because I was still processing it. And I guess I'm still processing it, but really at the beginning. And so the Lord really taught me how much I have to trust him with my kids' emotions and with their hearts, and that he loves them more than I do. And that's easy to say, but when you feel very helpless, it's hard to actually follow through with trusting that the Lord knows that. So um, we've had some very good conversations, some hard conversations with her, um, you know, pointing her back to the Lord. She actually just became a Christian back in December. So that's been kind of cool to relate it back to that and tell her, well, now that you're a Christian, you know, and um, explain that. So I think spiritually, spiritual wise, that is the thing I've learned. Them, um, I guess I can't really wrap this up with a bow because we're just entering phase one of reentry. So, but so far, those are the things that I've I've been learning. I've also been um, studying Psalms twenty three, um, talking about the Lord is my shepherd, and that was so helpful, especially in those first few weeks where I just felt like I was grasping at anything to at everything to control something. Um, I also learned that being an Enneagram too, I love to help people. And that was part of the control. Like I could not help in the way that I was used to helping people. And at times it made me panic that I couldn't just, um, that I couldn't, at times it may, it would be almost a sense of panic because I couldn't help this person or what if this person did this and um, every time my husband would go outside, you know, I would be worried about that he was going to get sick. And then what if he brought it in? And anyways, it just, I learned that I talk about, Enneagram talks a lot about the unhealthy habits that you have. And I learned a lot of those through not being able to um, help my way. Um, and so those are kind of the more serious things that I feel like I've been learning through this, but it's been, it has been, it's been very hard. Um, but it's also been very sweet, um, to see the ways that we as a family can, um, encourage our friends and encourage our neighbors. Well, and I love that. I love that you brought that up because the last, um, when I thought about doing this series or doing this episode, I thought about you and how, you used your um, Enneagram two personality to really bless others. And like how it, like you just got to like, you, we just had to be creative. And so I remember you messaged me or texted me and said, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this parade for our, our kids teacher. Her daughter was graduating high school and everything had been canceled and or postponed and, you know, it was just a hard time for her. And you really like looked at how it would look from the 18 year olds perspective that's missing out mm -hmm. on these things. And so you used your helpfulness to organize it. And I was so proud because I was seeing how you were creative and worked around all this. And I think that's great. And it was such a blessing to her and her mom and everybody that was lined up in cars. I mean, you saw all these first graders lined up to, to be mm. sweet to this 18 year old senior. It was just, it was precious. So I can see that. And I love seeing that in you during this time. 
Well, thank you. That's one thing I, I have learned through this is it's very difficult for me not to take on other people's emotions. Mm-hmm. So as a two, a lot of times, because we do feel deeply and in a healthy way, we take on other people's emotions and take on things that we aren't meant to fix. And so these doing these practical things sometimes are ways for me to respond to that empathy without um just stressing out because and worrying about it, which I also do that sometimes as well. Um, and, and it's been a ble- it was such a blessing to be able to see all these little first graders all, you know, pitching together. And I, we did a birthday drive by for, um, it all came about too, when we did a, that birthday drive by, sorry, we don't have to say that. Oh, um, um, but it's been a, it definitely has been a blessing for my family. We also, were able to participate in a hospital caravan that was organized by some friends here locally. And we, we were able to drive around the hospitals and make signs. And my four-year-old all the time wants to yell from the window, we're praying for you, like to the most random people now, because that's what we did on our hospital caravan. It's so funny. Like we have people jogging by on the street and he's like, Hey, we're praying for you. <laughs> so it's hilarious. I love them so much. But that first time that we did that caravan, I guess it was probably like maybe two or three weeks into um, the quarantine. And um, it just blessed me so much. I could not stop crying because I, it was such a unifying thing to do, but yet we were still separate like we were supposed to be, but yet we were as a body of believers coming together and um, just the looks on the health care workers faces it just it was such a blessing and and you know this to do it with your kids is just it takes it to another level um Mm. so that that's definitely been a huge a huge blessing in my life well I saw a ton of uh people that were I saw a lot of people wanting to do something and I wondered are they Enneagram twos that really are passionate (laughs) about that but it was so at that hospital caravan, like you said, it was so neat. I bawled the whole time. Like you said, I just cried yes. the whole time. So yeah. um, it was super neat. Well, okay. So we're going to end with this and that you might not want me to bring it up, but you did do something oh, no. super <laughs> fun and you bought something at the beginning of all oh, this quarantine. Yeah. What did you buy and how did it maybe um, not? <laughs> how, did it turn out? <laughs> how did it turn out for you? So like I said, sometimes I go to to panic mode a little bit. And so I was reading, you know, watching the news and realizing we were going to have to hunker down for a long time. And we had been talking about getting a trampoline for our kids and we just hadn't done it yet. And so I made a very impulse um, purchase. I don't usually make that big of a purchase, but um, so I made an impulse purchase and decided to buy a trampoline. So my kids were so excited. It took forever to put it up. And then two days after we had it up, my daughter broke her ankle. <laughs> so it has not been able to be used like it normally has. However, it, I mean, we've used it some, just had to get more creative than we normally would, but it was not exactly how I planned it to be. Picnic, picnic on the trampoline. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. I just yes. love it though. I mean, you were thinking so creatively so much. Yeah, but she's that's doing- what I get for being creative. <laughs> She's doing so much better now, but we're good now. We're good. Bless her heart. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, girl. This was super fun Thanks for having me. And I love hearing from your perspective and you have opened my eyes as my friend to open my eyes to, um, 
being helpful and seeing the needs out there and really meeting those needs and being creative mm -hmm. with it. So I love that about you. So thanks for coming. Well, thanks for having me. Oh, I love Jenny so much. Well, welcome to the podcast, Kelly. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about this. Okay. So the funny thing is, is you're one of my close friends and we actually don't know each other in real life, which is so funny. <laughs> but we're going to. We're going to very soon. Very soon. Yes. We live a few hours away, but we met um, through both of, I'm, through my podcast and through um, what you do as a business owner and all the things. So I'm so excited that you're on the podcast with me. So what I'm doing is a special Mother's Day episode where I talk to my close friends who are moms and hear how they're doing in quarantine. So tell me what has been like a highlight for you in the middle of all this? Like, has there been a highlight with your family or a highlight in your business or a highlight for you personally? What has been a highlight for you? Yeah, there's been a, there's been a few highlights. Um, first of all, we are a family of six. I have four kids and we are busy all of the time. There's always a practice to go to. There is always somewhere to be in the evenings. And I have completely enjoyed not having to be anywhere mm -hmm. and just getting to have dinner every night at the kitchen table, sharing that family time and not having to stress and worry about where we have to be. Who's got this going? Who's got that going? I have totally enjoyed that. Um, another thing, my husband owns a rodeo production company <clears throat> and he is all over the Southeast every weekend from March through October. He works long hours, he travels a lot, he drives a lot all night long, and, and it's a hectic schedule. And thanks to Corona, um, his calendar got wiped out through the first week of June. Hmm. And while that was the big shot to his business financially, we have enjoyed the, the break in the schedule. We have enjoyed not having to rush and go and be anywhere and where are you going to be this weekend and what's going on this weekend. We've just really, really enjoyed that. So um, those are a couple things, a couple of our highlights for our I family. Love it. Yeah. Okay. And something that you've taught me that we've talked on Voxer and uh, you started doing this, I think probably right around the first of all this is you started doing something Making a daily habit of something. What was it? I have to take a walk every day just down past our house. We live out in the country and just past our house is a little dead end road that basically is uphill all the way to the end. And it's a workout. And there have been many times where I messaged you, Ren, and I was completely <laughs> out of breath. <laughs> and I said, I'm so sorry so sorry. I can't talk. I can't breathe, but I got to talk to you. Um, so I was going uphill. Uh, so it's about a two mile trip all the way to the end of the road and then back to my house. But I've had to take those walks every day for my sanity mm -hmm. to get a little bit of me time. And I've also realized that it's the perfect time to pray. Mm -hmm. 
it's the perfect time to pray because I'm alone. I can hear the birds. I can hear the breeze blowing. It's just, it's very peaceful. It's very peaceful. And in a house of four children, mm -hmm. it's not always easy to find that quiet time. You either have to be up before sunrise <laughs> or you have to stay up late. Mm -hmm. And I'm not good at either one of those. <laughs> so taking that little walk, it's good, you know, for my physical health, for my mental health, for my emotional health, but for my spiritual health, it's been a game changer because I crave that walk. Mm. That's awesome. Well, and tell us how, okay, you have four children, tell us their ages and tell us how you get work time in. Okay. Well, I, I usually get little Snickers when I answer this question because I have a senior. My oldest daughter is a senior this year. She turns 18 tomorrow. Oh, and I have two in the middle. I have a daughter who is in eighth grade. She's 14, a son who's 12. And then we have the baby Marley, who is a kindergartner. So I have a kindergartner and a senior and all the emotions are hitting me this year. Mm. The end for one when it comes to school and the beginning for another. And um, so how do I get everything done? Um, that's a really good question because some days I'm not sure how I'm going to get things done. But we just, we get up and thankfully um, my senior and my eighth grader and my sixth grader are pretty self-motivated. I can tell them, go get your schoolwork done. And, and they've been champs about it they they get up and they get their work done and they only need just a little bit of help and and they're good to go now the kindergartner on the other hand um she's a little bit of a different story <clears throat> she's totally enjoying her time out of school <laughs> so we have to do a little bit here and there <clears throat> but um we, we focus with her a lot on just reading stories, reading books, letting her read, letting her write a little bit. And, um, but she's done really well. Um, you're amazing with how you parent them and y'all have a lot of land. So it is easy for them to do a lot of things. Y'all are outside a lot. And so I think that is huge and such a blessing during this time when you're, you know, not have to be having to be close to home. Yes, we can, we can definitely hold that over their heads. You know, you can't go outside to go fish or you can't go ride your horse until the schoolwork is done. So they'll usually, they'll usually jump on the ball with it. But I will say we did struggle with a routine at first when school mm -hmm. ended and, you know, everything just came to a halt very abruptly, mm -hmm. just like for everyone else we were pushed into homeschooling and all the things. And so it was tough to find a routine. And, mm -hmm. you know, my kids were getting, they were expecting to get to lay in bed till eight o'clock, eight thirty every day, you know, mm -hmm. school's out. We don't have to get up early now. Oh no. Yes, you do. Um, so it took a little while, Oh yeah, but, oh, yeah. but we're there and yeah. And we get up and we have our breakfast and then we move to schoolwork and we do that for about a couple hours and then we're done. Yeah, we we go awesome. on to 
life skills. <laughs> there you go, girl. That's awesome. Okay. So one more question before we leave, but, um, I know you have a senior. How, how are y'all making her feel special? I know y'all were going to have a trip that y'all were going to go. You and your husband were going to go on with her together by yourselves. Um, just, you know, celebrating this time. So how are you making her feel special or do you have any suggestions as a mom of a senior to us that don't, how can we make them feel special in our community and our, you know, as neighbors and maybe seniors in our churches? Well, her school is doing a little bit. They brought her a sign, a, a sign for our front yard that says yeah. she's a senior and they took her picture and they're going to share that. They've shared some things on Facebook with all of the seniors, slideshows and stuff like that. They're actually, they're having some kind of a parade for seniors mm -hmm. at the school. Yeah. The night that graduation was going to take place. That's so awesome. that's coming up. We're still unsure of when graduation is supposed to be or going to be now. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're kind of up in the air, but it's, it's going to happen. We've been promised that. So, um, you know, and as far as what she's missed out on, uh, you know, she's missed prom and mm -hmm. she's missed the last few weeks of, of really getting to be with her friends at school. Um, you know, just encouraging her that she'll make different memories Mm. and they're going to be just as good. Um, mm. So, and, and we're going to make sure that she is still celebrated with a graduation party with family, and, and we're going to make sure that she gets a special trip at some point over the summer, um, just like we promised her would take place at the end of May. So just reassuring her that just because it's getting pushed back doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. So. Mm, that's good. That's good. And I have to mention that you're an Enneagram nine, the peacemaker. And that is why you are so good at what you do is that you are super laid back and chill. And <laughs> I love you for that because you've got four kids and you've got a business that's online. And so you do everything so beautifully and I'm just glad to know you and you're my, we're friends now, which is so fun. I am so thankful for you. You have pulled me out of some dark days and dark moments during quarantine. And, um, and you, you have know, as well. I call, you my, <laughs> I call you my business bestie. And, and I know that if I'm having a day where I just need to talk to somebody, um, I've got you. So I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, it's so fun. I can't wait till we meet in person. Yay. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Ren. She is such a sweetheart. Welcome to the podcast, Stacy. Thank you. Thanks. It's good to be back. I was going to say, welcome back to the podcast. Yes, it's been a while. I can't remember what episode I was, maybe in the 30s. Maybe? I was thinking that. That's a long, and what, what number are you now? This is 129. Whoa. I know. Let's dive in, and I want to ask you, what have you learned or that God's been teaching you through quarantine? Because it's been a thing, right? It's been a, yeah, it's been a, a challenge. As you know, mm -hmm. we homeschooled until this year, and after a lot of prayer, we really, we really felt like 
the Lord had answered that prayer to put us back in a school community where we needed to be. And, um, and in ways I felt like we, I woke up from a bad dream because um, we were sad that we couldn't finish. We all love where we are. Uh, my kids miss it a lot. On the flip side, I think we realized that we were, and, and I'm sure this is across the board with most people, we were, we were running, running, running all the time. We were busy. We had church commitments. We had school commitments. We had sports. We, and we purposefully limit those with our family. Our, our children are only involved in one sport at a time. We're not doing a sport and a music. We're not doing a sport and art. We're, we're very careful about the amount of extracurricular and sports we're involved in because we value the family time. But um, I think we realized we needed to slow down and we needed to have more intentional family time and, and maybe do some things with our children outside, be more active outside, um, ride our bikes more and take more walks. And, and even the dog is happier for it. <laughs> the dogs are loving it. Yeah. Yes. Well, I want to know something new that you have started doing in quarantine or that you have done in quarantine that you weren't doing before. I know one big thing. <laughs> okay. So I'll talk about one thing that's, that's probably big and then maybe a bigger thing. I don't know. Um, a dear friend sent me a Val Marie prayer journal. And so while I had been, I, I use a prayer journal and I journal regularly. There's something about the way that one is organized that really helps you focus and pray and included in every one of them is this great prayer prompt, which I pull out every time I'm in there. I think just tracking, you know, what I'm praying for, asking friends, what I can pray for them. If someone tells me something, going back and writing it right there. And, and I loved at the end of April, I started it at the beginning of April, at the end of April, being able to go back and check mm -hmm. off or write down all these answered prayers. And that has just been really great because it, there, there've been some low times during mm -hmm. the last two months, I guess we're going on two months almost. Mm -hmm you know, times where I've really had to encourage my kids and my husband and myself, you know, and really get in the word and, and let um, the Lord speak to me. And that, that has helped me, you know, really kind of zero in and focus on, on my spiritual life. So that's been great. Um, so I guess that wasn't something new so much, but it's been very valuable mm. to me. Um, we also, well, I, I've been, over the last year, maybe year and a half, I had decided that I needed to get away from my computer a little bit. And as a graphic designer, I'm, I'm in front of the computer for hours on end. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just fatigue, a different kind of fatigue. And I decided that I was going to push myself and try and learn watercolor. I have an art degree, but I, I'm a graphic designer, so I didn't get to take all the studio classes that I would have wanted to. And I don't, I didn't take one painting class when I was in college. <clears throat> so I just started digging in and checking out books and following people and doing 
you know, YouTube tutorials and blueprint and Skillshare. And, you know, I paid for a, a very inexpensive Patreon for someone that I, I liked and, and did some tutorials. And I just, I just have tried to make that a practice. And it's like anything else. If you do it over and over, you learn more and you get better yes. and you, you change things in your style adapts. And, um, you know, you have been super encouraging through that and my husband as well. And I just, you know, finally, I think had the confidence or I just did it scared and scrappy as they say, <laughs> and put it together and threw it out there on my Instagram and my Facebook last week. And it, it just still blows me away at how much people, um, I guess, I guess what I put out just really resonated right now. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't think my art is the best out there and I don't, I don't think I'm some amazing, you know, floral watercolorist, but it's pretty. And I think people, uh, a friend pointed out that we need beauty right now and we, we love things that are personalized and, um, you know, this was stationary, personalized stationary that I put out 12 designs with my original watercolors that I scanned. So that was, I mean, it's been fun to see it, you know, just hear people enjoy it. It's, it's really been, um, affirming, which is it. Nice. Well, it's gorgeous. And I'm so glad that you took the step out and did it because I mean, it paid off. It paid off huge. You were like, um, I'd be calling you like, well, I'm <laughs> cutting my paper. I'm printing paper. I'm printing, you know? So, I mean, it was a huge success. And I think, I think people loved getting it. I really do because it was from you. And so I'm so glad you, and it was gorgeous. So I'm so glad you did that. And that was definitely something that you did during quarantine. Okay. My next question, my last question is, what have you done for your kids or maybe with your kids or as a family that you really have said, okay, that was, that was cool. That was good. I'm glad we did that. Well, um, we did buy a trampoline, like probably, you know, many people in America. And that was, that was good. Um, and you know, like I said, we've been out walking way more and we've cooked a lot as a family. Um, our kids have cooked and that's been fun to watch them get excited about something that is just a skill we need to know, you know? Yes. But I did ask JD, my husband, um, I begged him as soon as this, this hit in March, please open our pool, please open <laughs> our pool. You know, we have a liner pool. It's just a rectangular, you know, old style pool, but it had this, you know, cover on it with the water bags around the edge. And it's just ugly all winter. It's just so ugly. And I'm an Enneagram four, you know, so the beauty, just, just being around water and pretty things. It's just good for my soul. Yeah. I just, I kept asking him and asking him and he, no, we can't open the pool until after the pollen, after the pollen. And finally, <laughs> after the dusty yellow pollen that covers your trees was gone, mm. I just begged him again. I mean, I just, I just, I just, you know, the, the big brown eyes, please for me, please do this. I know it's not what you want to do, but I need it so desperately. And, <laughs> and he did. And the kids jumped in the next day, right? Yeah. As soon as the water was balanced, 
They wow. were in it. 58 degrees. <laughs> I, I won't get in it forever, you know, because we have a shady yard. It's so too cold for me. But uh, I like to sit out there and have my quiet time and mm, listen to it. it and look at it. And it just, it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's just good for, good for my soul. Yeah. Well, you have gone through this quarantine beautifully and have been such an encouragement to me. And we cannot wait to see each other in real life and to go out to eat or just to hang out. We, oh, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. What's <laughs> that going to be? Do you know? I don't know, but we need to do it soon. They're starting to slowly lift the bands, so we need to plan it. Okay, I'm there. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, girl. Thanks for having me. I enjoy it. And you keep doing what you're doing. It's a huge blessing Thank to the you. listeners. Thank you, sweet friend. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Well, I hope you were encouraged by hearing my friends share with you today a little bit about quarantine and as moms in the quarantine. And I just want to say to my own mother that I love you very much and I'm so grateful for you in my life. And if I can be a half of the mother that you are to me, then I would call myself a success. So thanks, Mom. I love you. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, we're all friends of a feather, so let's stick together. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Bye, friends.